0: When exploring normal grief, many take it from their own perspective. When in all actuality, it's about asking, does the person's reaction make sense with their context? We live in a quick fix type of world. And unfortunately, that many times carries over into grief. Grief isn't something to be fixed. It's something to experience. It's not right or wrong. It just is. It's a natural experience after loss. That's an excerpt from the show. Today, we'll be discussing normal grief, and here's the intro. Welcome to Managing My Grief, where it's all about learning to live with grief after experiencing loss. Here's your host, Ms. Dilworth. I'm glad you chose to join me for this discussion on normal grief. Did you know that there are 15 types of grief? Death alone is challenging to grieve, but there are other losses that occur after losing companionship, such as changes in family roles, financial changes, and loss of dreams of what could be. Keep in mind that the type of grief we'll be discussing isn't good or bad. It's a mere way for you to identify what you are experiencing. When you understand what you are experiencing, it can be used as a grounding place. And it can bring normalcy to the experience, which in itself is gratifying and beneficial. Normal grief is defined as the ability to move towards accepting of loss. The initial intensity of emotions, such as pain, sadness, loneliness, anger, guilt, and yearning, gradually decrease. People who experience normal grief are able to function in their daily activities, such as maintaining healthy eating habits, taking showers, meeting work goals, taking care of family, paying bills, and other life responsibilities. While preparing for the show, I came across an insightful question regarding normal and abnormal grief. The question comes from whatsyourgrief.com. The question is, which of the following grief-related behaviors is abnormal? A, a father who visits his son's grave every morning. B, a widower who continues to wear his wedding ring five years after his wife's death. C, a woman who refuses to part with her deceased mother's belongings. D, a woman who avoids the restaurant where she and her deceased husband met. E, a man who experiences intensely emotional days two years after his daughter's death. Or F, none of the above. You have no idea what's normal for anyone else in their grief. If you guessed F, congratulations, you get 100. This particular article goes on to explain that humans naturally categorize things, resulting in us trying to place things in a nice, neat box. When something doesn't fit into the box we created, we consider that behavior or situation to be abnormal. Grief isn't simple enough to put into a box. Now, combine that complexity with each human being's uniqueness in perspective, experiences, personality, genetics, and culture. Let's look at an example to try to understand how complex grief can be. Chris is a 22-year-old whose mother died a couple months before he graduated from college. Graduation comes, and he was able to have two weeks between graduation and his first day of work at his new job. He decided to go home where his father and younger brother still live. When he walks into the house for the first time, he sees a picture that his mother and him took the night of his senior prom. Chris feels intense distress, has thoughts that he can't survive without her, and breaks down and cries. The two weeks go by quickly. As he leaves the house to start his adult life, he sees a picture again. This time, he feels a closeness to his mother, has thoughts that she will always be with him, and sheds a few tears. The object didn't change. Chris had the similar outward reactions of tearfulness, The thing that changed was his internal reaction, grief, his thoughts and emotions. Even in normal grief, things can be unpredictable at times because your relationship with certain thoughts, objects, and emotions change over time. Now that you hopefully have a better understanding of how grief is ever changing, let's take a look at how that can impact normal grief. When exploring normal grief, many take it from their own perspective. When in all actuality, it's about asking, does the person's reaction make sense with their context? Thinking about the initial question about abnormal behaviors to grief, option B was a widower who continues to wear his wedding ring five years after his wife's death. I remember while in college, my parents had me take Kung Fu San Su and my Sifu's wife and I got to know each other. She shared with me that she had been married before and unfortunately her husband suddenly died. She said initially the members of her church were very supportive, but about three months after her husband died, several people decided that she should start dating again. My Sifu's wife is a sweet and caring person, so it makes sense why they wanted to see her happy, but they weren't seeing her for where she was. Instead, They were coming from their own perspective. Several people tried to put her on blind dates, and after she turned down their offer and shared that she wasn't ready to date, they made comments to her about how she should be over her husband's death, how she was young and should enjoy her life and date and not be stuck in the past. Or they would talk to her about she was too nice to be single and she should try to find someone. They thought they were being helpful, but in reality, As a result, she started withdrawing from them and mourned on her own. About three or four years later, she met my Sifu. Let's apply normal grief to the situation. From a church member's perspective, they thought she was engaging in abnormal grief. Let's look at my Sifu's wife's perspective. She had been married for several years. She lived in expectancy that her and her husband would grow old together and have many adventures along the way. She deeply loved and admired him. He was her best friend. She spent every day with him. They shared the most intimate thoughts, dreams, and emotions with each other. Their lives were intertwined. Then he unexpectedly dies. Does it make sense how three months later she may not be ready to start dating? We live in a quick fix type of world and unfortunately that many times carries over into grief. Grief isn't something to be fixed. It's something to experience. It's not right or wrong. It just is. It's a natural experience after loss. As we explored with Chris, it can be complicated. One minute, you're experiencing yearning. The next, you're experiencing a closeness to the person. Normal grief is an overview perspective. We can't see one's initial reaction and determine if it's normal grief or not. It's over time. Over time, the intense emotional reactions decrease. So when is the decreasing supposed to begin? It's all about context, the grieving person's perspectives, experiences, genetics, personality, and culture. So what to do? First, be patient with yourself, understand yourself, explore your thoughts and emotions, and accept that you're doing the best that you can in this present moment. Secondly, analyze your support system. Does your support system validate you for where you are, or are they trying to fix your grief? Having a support system that validates your experience helps the grieving process so much. Be aware of who pours into you mentally and emotionally. Lastly, evaluate your inner thoughts and emotions. Is it negatively impacting your daily functioning? If so, seek professional support. If you're having suicidal, self-harming, or homicidal ideations, please seek professional support. To learn more about grief, click on another show. To attend a grief workshop, go to managingmygrief.net. Have a productive day and live in your greatness.